Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And in today's episode, we are talking about nutrition. (laughs) I always love our nutrition talks because even though I am educated in nutrition, I'm not certified in the area. And you always teach me something like every single time that we're talking about it, I learn something different and I incorporate it. Like when we're talking about like the rancid fats, which is like one of my favorite episodes ever (laughs) because I love saying rancid fat. I learned about how rancid fat. I learned how to store like all of my foods, like my oils and my butters and stuff. And like, just, I don't know, like there's just these little tidbits that I always learn. So I always get really pumped whenever this is like what we're focusing on. So let's dive in. Yeah. And I love talking about too, because I mean, as many of you know who listen, I am a certified nutritionist and also I'm the lead educator on our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. So, I mean, I talk about this a lot, like obviously with my, with our students and things like that. But on the podcast, you know, we talk about so many other things that I love it when we get to kind of do a little focus on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So today we're going to talk about something actually that I do teach in the holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. And Mm -hmm. I've actually been teaching this for years and years and years to our fit chicks um, members, even in my own life. And this has been like a cornerstone of one of the ways that I've always eaten in like just in terms of health, but also when it comes to fat loss, because I know a lot of the questions that we get from people who listen. And also obviously our program is all about how to get the body in balance, like with healthy fat loss, um, Mm -hmm. is like, what are actual strategies that I can use? Because the thing I find with like the nutrition world is that we tend to talk a lot about like concepts, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, Oh, you know, like, to do with like how maybe the body burns calories or like the whole idea of like, if your thyroid is not functioning or all these different things, but we don't actually talk about things that like the how, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you don't give people like the step-by-step. This is one thing that I was actually just talking about this weekend at the conference that I was speaking at. And I was talking about, it's similar to what you're saying. Cause I was saying how like, the thing is, is that oftentimes what we're doing is we're giving people just like oh, just follow this, but we're not educating them enough to understand how to actually do it on their own, how to incorporate it into their own lifestyle. So same thing with nutrition. It's like, like, yeah, I can follow this diet plan, but then how do I actually understand it enough to be able to incorporate it into my life? Mm -hmm. And like, and how can you actually like realistically do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very easy. Like when you've got these programs, right? Like, you know, even right now, the keto diet is still super hot. And like in theory, when you read it, you're like, yeah, I could totally do this. Like I could cut out all of my carbohydrates. Yeah. I love like avocados and I love butter and I love all these things. I could totally eat those every single day, day in and day out. And like, you know what I mean? Like I and could go to can and they're cool with it. Well, no, but they're also like, oh, I could go to restaurants and do this. But in all reality, like the majority of people, there's very few people who A, will thrive on that and B, it will actually work with their lifestyle. So that's something that we always talk about, like in the academy. And we talk about like with our clients and our students is like, yes, there's, you got to find something that that truly works, but you also have to find something that actually you can do. And that's the magic. Yeah. Yeah, That's the magic piece. It's like, what can you actually do for the rest of your life that does not feel like you are constantly on a diet? Oh my God. That's coming up about cheat meals, which I cannot wait to talk about because 
like whether I'm for it or against it, you're going to have to wait to find out. But it's just like, it has to be something that, you know, you can keep a positive relationship with food and with your life and actually be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And I know you and I've talked before about that. um, There was a study that was done about the high fat. Um, They followed a group of 609 people. One group was following like the high fat and one group was following like a higher carbohydrate, lower fat diet. And they followed them for, I believe it was 12 weeks. And, you know, right now, because the whole buzz is around that, like these higher high fat, low carb, yeah, yeah, are the way to go. After they followed these two groups of people at the end, they saw that they lost the exact same amount of weight. Yeah. And the main thing though, that was, um, that was key to it was number one, they ate real whole foods. Number two, they did something that worked with their lifestyle. And number three, it was something that they could actually stick to. So yeah, I found that so fast. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I truly believe, and I know we're going to dive into like more of this stuff, but I truly believe that it's like, it's all about being really consistent as well. Like it's such a key part of any kind of like, if you, if weight loss is your goal, it's all about consistency. And like just jumping back though, one thing, when you were talking about like how keto is the hot thing and like how everyone could be like, yeah, I could do it forever. Do you know how many people I know personally that are like doing the keto diet and I'm doing quotations right now because they're like every other day, pretty much I hear them say to me like, Oh, I'm not ketoing today. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> I like, like, but like, that's the thing. Like because the reason why they're saying I'm not ketoing. And then number one, it's like they can't do it because you can't do They can't do it every day because it's so hard because it's like, there's other things in life that you want to enjoy when it comes to food or that you want to try or that you want to like go out for dinners and stuff and you don't want to feel so restricted. And then the other thing is, is that, and this is the part that I think is super negative about it is that when they say to me, I'm not ketoing today, it's like this sense of failure. Yeah. Like they're not even saying it from a place of like, Oh, it's cool. Like I'm just, it's not like, Oh, I just eat fluidly. It's like, I'm not ketoing today. So whatever I'm just and then they usually go like bananas and start eating just like carbs oh I know and that's why I can't which is like the dream really but I can't wait to do the podcast I want to talk about like cheat meals yeah um because yeah and I totally agree and so the whole concept that we're going to talk about today is a strategy yeah. like I said that I've used for years with myself so what a lot of people don't know is that you know I used to be almost 50 pounds heavier than I am now and I changed my life and I've kept it off for over eight years. And, and through that though, is, you know, I still have a life. I still travel. I still drink. I still go through phases where I am not focused on my health. I go through phases where I'm super focused on my health, depending on what's going on. But when you have these like kind of core strategies that you can come back to, I'm a huge believer in preparation. Cause like, if you are not prepared for things, when like when shit goes awry and life gets crazy, you will resort to the easiest thing possible. And usually those are negative things. So when you have these like strategies, you already are set up. So when things go crazy, then you know, okay, I've got this, like I can still go back to it. And it's not to me, it's funny because it's not like the buzz and it's not like this magic pill. They're just simple strategies that anyone can do. So we are going to talk about one strategy that I use today called the core four. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. I love it. Cause before I used, I didn't have a name for it. And then this year we were actually writing the book, um, writing one of our, our books for Fitchix Academy on the top five fat loss secrets to jumpstart 2019. And, um, I was, like, I was like, Oh, I want to talk about this, but I'm like, it needs something like more buzzworthy name. And then, so that's where the core four came from, <laughs> but core four, because it is a strategy. Yeah. Like, so basically what the core four is, it is your 
four basic plan meals. So I know that doesn't sound very sexy and really, no, but really it's kind of not, but it's something you needed to come up with a core four, (laughs) but it's something we don't pay attention to. So when I talk about the core four, they're like your minimum meals. They're like the four, four meals. So a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner, and a snack that you literally will always have the ingredients for it in your house. It's going to be super easy to make. And I'm going to give you guys some planning guidelines, but it's super easy to make. And it's something that you really enjoy eating. Like it should take you like five minutes to make. And the whole purpose of this core four is that when you rush in the house and you are like, oh my gosh, I'm starving. What can I eat? So you're not going to go, you know, making this random, like when I was in high school, I remember I'd come home from school, I had major food issues and I would come home from school and it would be like, I would be starving. So I was a teenager too. And I remember just like, filling my plate, like taking things out of the cupboard. I'd take cookies out of the cupboard. Then I'd have like leftover spaghetti. Then I'd be having like peanut butter on toast. Then I'd be having like some cheese. Like I'd be eating so much random stuff because I was hungry and I just needed something before dinner. I didn't know what to eat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So when you funny, cause you're like, when I was in high school, I did this. I'm like, uh, I still do that sometimes because there's times where like I do, I get home and I'm like, it happened to me actually yesterday. I got home from, um, you know, I spoke at the conference all morning and then I got home and I'd been driving. I hadn't eaten breakfast before I left just because it was super early and I was like just rushing out, whatever. And I got home and I was like, I am so hungry. I don't know what to eat. And then I was like eating a cheese string while I was like making food, but I've gotten better at it because I only eat the cheese string, one cheese string while I was making the food that I was planning on eating. So it wasn't like, it was just like, I knew I needed to eat something in that moment or else I would have eaten all the snacks. <laughs> no, but that's why, I mean, that's one thing is to have like a snack while you're eating. But like, I mean, when you're just like, you're ravenous and you're just grabbing stuff because for me now it's so ingrained in me that I'm like, okay, I barely, like I have, I'm so hungry. I need something right now. I have my core four as like my backup that I know I can create them like so quickly. And I'm still in line with my plan. I'm still in line with the way I want to eat for my goals and the way I want to eat for health, the way I want to eat for energy. So basically like, so think about it. Like we all have a meal, right? Like, so for breakfast, what would be something that you eat regularly? People are creatures of habit, right? So we tend to do and like, and eat the same things. That's why a lot of nutrition plans actually too, just a side note, really, I find like really fail, whether it be a nutrition plan or a weight loss plan, because they try to give you like 12 different recipes throughout the week. And it's like, no, dude, I need like, I eat the same thing for breakfast pretty much every day or I alternate between two things. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Cause remember the plan I was on recently and it was like, I, I remember I went back to the trainer and I was like, yo, like there was like four different grains per day I had yeah. to make. Like, that's too much. Like, can I just eat just brown rice? Like, can I just not eat quinoa or bulgur or like all these? Can I avoid all those and just eat the brown rice? It was like, no. And I was like, well, this is too hard. This is too much. Like, it was too, it was too much prep and too much time that I was like, I can't commit to doing that. And so, yeah. So when you were asking though, like, what is my creature hat? You know me, you know me well enough to know that I eat pretty much the same thing every single day, every single week, day in, day out. Cause well, it's like in theory, I, I kind of like, I like it. It like, it doesn't, I don't get bored with food like that. And also it's like, I just know that it's like really simple. It simplified my life and that's how I have to eat. Well, no, but most people, like 90% of people are like that. Like in theory, we want variety, but in actuality, we are all creatures of habit. So like what I always say when it comes to variety too, is that we do want to add some variety, right? Like because each food provides a different amount of vitamins and minerals and like 
proteins, fats, fibers, all the stuff, right? So we don't want to be just eating spinach for the rest of our life. But like, for example, if you said brown rice is your thing. If you make brown rice for the batch for three days and the next time you go to make a batch, instead of making brown rice, make quinoa. You know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't need to be every meal needs to be variety, but look at it almost like in blocks of days. Cause like, yeah. even for me, like same thing, like I, I eat, well, the core four, I've got my core four, which no matter what though, even though these are my go-to meals, if I'm in a pinch, they're also pretty much what I eat generally as my main yeah, meal. It's not in a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's my basic plan. It's my basic plan. And yeah. so what they're, what it is though, based on, so it's kind of like, okay, so even when in the book, which we'll put a link on the website to download the book, there's a sheet to fill out and it's like to fill out your basic core four meals and it'll give you the planning guidelines. <laughs> but basically it's very simple to build them. So the first thing is that your meal, it has to be a protein, a, fi a fiber and a healthy fat. Now we've talked about this a ton on this podcast. We call it the complete and three rule. And this way you're going to make sure that you're eating balanced. You're balancing blood sugar you're getting enough of each of the macronutrients. You're also going to get a wide variety of vitamins and minerals, and you're going to be feeling fuller longer. So that way we make sure like we've got that off the list. Mm -hmm. The second thing is it has to be the appropriate portion size for you and your goals. Now this might sound like a little bit like, Oh, you know, now it sounds like I'm on a real diet, but no, like once you do it once, once you create your meals, once you know how big it is. So for example, let's say my breakfast is going to be uh, oatmeal, protein powder and berries. Okay. So that's oatmeal is my, um, my fibrous carbohydrate protein powder is going to be my protein. Um, then I've got my berries and let's just say like I put in a teaspoon of let's say coconut oil on top for healthy fat. So now I built that one time. I know I'm going to take one packet of oatmeal. You know what I mean? Like I know how much is in one packet of oatmeal. I know if I put half a cup of berries, I know if I put one teaspoon of oil. Um, and if I use half a scoop of protein powder, I know that that's my right amount. So I never have to measure it again. It's that quick grab and go. You, it's very simple, right? Like you're just like yeah. the packet, half a scoop, one teaspoon done. Yeah. Um, so that's where people too, though, they tend to get a little bit, if they're on their plans, people feel really stressed because they're like, if I'm eating for fat loss, what if I'm overeating? You know what I mean? Like, so once you have your core four and you understand your portions, you just, they become second nature that you don't have to go and measure it out again. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I'm going to add to that, like a little tip that I use personally to make sure that I'm not going bananas with my portions is um, like for my brown rice, for example, or like, you know, my favorite thing to eat is just like, I make like a spaghetti sauce with like a ton of vegetables in it, ground chicken. And then I eat it on brown rice. Like that's yeah. like one of my go-to, that's one of my core fours. And what I do though, is I use actual like measuring cups, like the, yeah, like not, but I use a measuring cup to actually put it on my plate. So like, cause I make like a big bat, I do a lot of batch cooking guys. And so like I take a measuring cup and that's how I scoop it out of like the container to put it on my plate. So then I already know, like, it's not like I have to sit there and measure. It's like literally like whatever fits in that cup is what I eat. <laughs> so well, and so that's when, no, and that's such a great tip. And we've been talking about that a long time, but for Fitchicks, like even yeah. those, you know, those stainless steel bowls, you can get them at like Canadian tire or at like any like yeah. Walmart with the lids on it. I always say too, like, make your batch cook your grains and then put in like, leave the half cup scoop in there. Don't I, even wash it and take it out. Leave it no, in there. No, that's what I do. That's what I do for my cats as well. And I'm not saying yeah. that we're like, 
but I have a really obese cat. (laughs) (laughs) And in order to make sure that he doesn't gain weight and he's on his, his meal plan as well, because he's got a meal plan. I actually, yeah, we just have like a scoop inside the cat food container. And that's how I just, I just, he gets one scoop a day. Like that's, I know that, you know what I mean? Like it's so simple that I'm not having to worry if I'm overfeeding him. But it's the same mentality as us. Like it's, I don't know, for me, especially with my, my rice and stuff, because I love to eat like carbs and grains and things like that. Yeah. I use that as my tool to be sure. If I'm eating vegetables, I don't, maybe I'll just grab with my hand and stuff like that, whatever. Like, oh yeah. Raw veggies. I'm not super worried about that. But when it comes to my grains, I'm really careful about it. And I know it's like, I use a half cup scoop for my rice and that's what I eat. That's part of my core four meal. Well, yeah. And it's like, it's just such an, it's, it makes things, the thing too, guys, it's about simplifying your life. Like this strategy too, it's not about making something that, oh my God, I need to add another thing I need to do. I need to figure out my core four. It's about just sitting down and doing this work and then it will simplify your life because a lot of us have no awareness of what we're eating. So I recently had, um, I recently actually had a, uh, a call with a chick who was talking about her client. So she's, mm-hmm. she's one of our students from the Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert Program. And she's working on making meal plan recommendations for one of our assignments for her client. Right. And she was like, I literally don't even know where to start with her because she is so like her diet is literally like for lunch is a box of Kraft dinner and a Coke. She's like for, for breakfast, she eats a bagel with butter for, you know, she drinks like five coffees a day. And then for dinner, she has like a lean cuisine. Like there is no, like no vegetables in her diet. There is no focusing on, um, anything to do with like protein or like, she just literally eats. She just eats to fill the she, gap. Yeah. There's, there's no connection fill her body, but there's no like fuel essentially. Like that's how I think of it. Sometimes when I think about eating like food like that, I'm like, it's literally when you're like, like if I'm going to eat something like that, it's literally like, I'm just filling the hunger gap but I'm not actually fueling my body. Like I'm not oh, completely because I'm going to have like, I'm going to be hungry in like an hour and I'm going to have no energy and it's going to make me feel crappy and I'll probably have diarrhea. But you <laughs> get, but the thing is you get that. But it you took me a long that. time to get that. Of course. No, but you get that because you're in the, like, so the majority of people out there, and even if you're listening to this podcast, you already are ahead of the game, right? Because you already have an interest in these type of things. Yeah. But we live in a society now where food-like products have become food. So people think a box of Kraft Dinner is actually food. It's not. And people think that, you know what I mean? Like eating like a lean cuisine is food. No, it's like, there's a few pieces of food in that, but most of it, it's food like, like granola bars and all these like puffed things and whatever. Right. Yeah. So we've started to become that we consider that as food and it's not food. So even, you know, obviously we have to meet people wherever we're at and there's no judgment for where anyone's at, but even for her, like she was like, Oh my gosh, like I don't even know what habit should I even start with? So, you know, for someone who is that much into like, so disconnected from the food that they're eating or nutrition or how they're treating their bodies, then of course you'd start with something really small, right? Like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine if they were given like one of those bro diets, like if they went to, and this is what would happen a lot of times when they would go to like or something is that all of a sudden they would go from like that lifestyle if they didn't have someone who understood like our student does like who understood how hard that is and how you have to meet the person halfway oftentimes what happens is people go to see like a trainer they're like i need an overhaul and then they go from like that lifestyle to like okay now you're gonna have to have like 80 grams of protein with 25 grams of brown rice with 
you know, seven pieces of asparagus with this. And it's like, what? Like they go into like complete shock mode. Cause it's like, that's crazy. Like, well, and not to mention they're probably not going to go to the bathroom because they're suddenly eating so much fiber and they're like, yeah. their system's like, what? It's like, it's gonna, everything's just going to block up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so that's why, so sorry guys, in the roundabout way, the reason I'm talking about that too, though, is like, these are things though that even if you think, oh, I'm going to go to the book and I'm going to fill out, like write out my core four meals based on these guidelines. And you might be feeling like this feels kind of diety. Don't. I want you to look at what you're already eating right now. So look at the foods that you regularly eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and just even like write down a day that you kind of like what you typically would eat. And then from there, you can build out your core four. So for example, let's say if you love having oatmeal in the morning and you work and you find that works with your timeline, make that be your core for breakfast. But of course, balance it out as the protein, fiber, and fat and make sure it's the right portion size. The other guidelines too, of course, is that it has to be taste delicious. You have to love eating it. Like it has to be something you really enjoy eating. Not that you're like, it feels like a diet food. It has to be yeah. like fast, under 10 minutes to prepare. I would say even five. Um, and it has to be ingredients that you have regularly on hand. So like I said, if you're looking, you're like, I already really like oatmeal, like do your oatmeal as one of your core four. Then for lunch, like, so for example, in the book, I put some examples of my, like what I eat. So for me, lunch, a lot of times is a big salad. So I, well, actually I do two things. One is usually they're a big salad with chicken and dressing. Or I also do, my other one is I do, um, some people think this is so weird. I do nori wraps. So I make it like a burrito. And I fill it either with like some sort of like canned fish. So either like tuna or crab. Um, and then a mixture of like coleslaw sprouts. Like it's this big weird and I eat it like a burrito. That's my <laughs> other one. But I always have seaweed wraps. I always have coleslaw. I always have cans of uh, like crab, tuna, like a lot of different types of fish. So for me, that's always a go-to. And I know if I have nothing fresh even, or if I have barely anything in the fridge, I will always have those things. So it's like one of my go-tos. My go-tos, just if anyone cares to sort of like, just to give some different variations, because I only eat chicken. It's the only like protein, like meat protein that I eat. So for me, I actually always have cooked chicken. Um, I cook it in the slow cooker, like chicken breast or chicken thighs, depending on usually what's on sale from like the organic section. But I cook it in there in the slow cooker with just like a little bit of sauce. Like sometimes I'll just put like a little bit of like fresh honey and hoisin sauce. I mix it together and I just put it on it. So it has a bit of sweetness, but not a lot. And then, cause in the slow cooker too, there's so many juices that come out of the chicken that you don't need a lot of sauces, right? It gets really juicy and moist anyways, but it just keeps it from not getting like super dried out. I do that. And then I use that either for salads to put on top of salads or I bake chicken in the oven, just like plain and cut it up and put it on salads. But I always have pre-cooked chicken in my fridge and I use it for either mixing it with salads, which is like one of my faves right now is like all about a Greek salad. Oh, <laughs> I just made quinoa chickpea Greek salad. It was so good. Yeah, no, I'm like obsessed with Greek salad right now. And then I add chicken to it. And then my other is what I was talking about earlier, that spaghetti sauce. I, again, I make that in my slow cooker as well. I do have an Instapot, but I haven't even opened it yet. Do you, can you believe that, Laura? I bought it like on oh like, Black Friday and I still haven't opened mine. Anyway. Yeah, but it's one of those things. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, like, like it's like a big deal to do it. And then no, I'm like, it's even like what we were talking about with your computer. It's like, it seems like so much work, but once you do, you'll be like, why the hell did I do this earlier? And then like, 100%. And then you'll be like, this is way better than anything. Like I literally got rid of my, I gave away my slow cooker actually this weekend. I donated it to I the, think 
Yeah, I think I'm just weird. This is total side note, but I think I'm just weird about like new tech things. Cause even remember like way back in the day when smartphones came out and someone gave me an iPhone and I refused to use it as a phone and I only used it for music for a year, for a year guys, I wouldn't switch my phone over. So I would carry around my flip phone. And then I also had my iPhone, but I only had music on my iPhone. Cause I'm like, I'm so weird about stuff like this. I don't know why it's like, I just, I resist, I resist any kind of like tech change anyways. Um, but yeah, like those are like the things like in my, for my spaghetti sauce guys, all it is literally is like, um, a little bit of tomato sauce, but then tons of vegetables so that I get really full from all those fibrous vegetables. And I add any vegetable I have, like peppers, um, mushrooms are like the go-to, but then if I have broccoli in the fridge, I'll put it in there. It makes the house really stinky, but it doesn't matter. Um, sometimes I put cauliflower in it and it really is just like anything I have spinach, whatever, especially if I have veggies that are going bad, this is what I do. I make it in there. So then that way there it's like, and then I just have it on brown rice. Sometimes I have it on nothing. I just eat it as it's it just, <laughs> it really depends. I think this is where though, it's like a lot of people get really intimidated by, you know, healthy eating or by going on like some sort of fat loss plan because mm-hmm. they feel like it has to be so complex and it has to be so many, you know, new foods that they don't normally eat and like all of these things. But this is yeah. why guys, I always say like, like I said, I've done this for years. Like I have my core four. And the thing I love about it too, is that like, no matter where you go, pretty much these foods will be available. So like if I'm at my mom's house, she will have oatmeal and she will have berries. Or if I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm traveling and I'm going somewhere where they don't really eat healthy. I know exactly what I need to pick up without stressing about being like, oh my God, am I going to have a protein pancake or am I going to do a green smoothie? Or am I gonna, I'm like, no, let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. Because yeah. the harder you make it, the harder it is to stick to. And it has to be something, like I said, it has to be something you like to eat. It has to be something that's easy to prepare. It has to be something that's balanced and it has to be the right portion size. So you can do that simply, but that's why like, honestly, take five to 10 minutes, write out your core four meals that you already are probably eating. And then the next time you're like in a pinch, because I know like having lost quite a lot of weight myself, it's that when you feel like you are not sticking to the plan, you feel like a failure, right? And like you were saying earlier, when you feel like a failure, what do people do? We tend to throw in the towel. We feel guilty. We feel ashamed of our progress. We feel ashamed of our bodies. We turn into a really negative thing and we binge. So it's like, if you have these tools where it's like, you know what? Like, I just know that this is my basic meals and then I can figure out the rest of it kind of around it. Or if I'm rushing home, I know exactly what to eat. So I'm not like feeling overwhelmed or stressed. It will take so much off your plate. And again, this is something you could do for the rest of your life because they're foods you like. And the one thing I want to add to that, just to, to wrap this up is also, you know, so many times you hear people say that like, when I get home, I'm like ravenous. Like you said, like when you go home from school, you were ravenous, whatever. But if you know that your core four meals are like either a already prepared because you did some meal prepping, like I do like batch cooking or B they, um, are things that take about five minutes, like your nori wraps or like your big salad. If you already have chicken cooked in the fridge and you're just going to throw it all together, that takes less time than popping like a pizza in the oven. Yeah. Like one of those frozen pizzas, which are like really gross anyways. Like they don't even taste good. Um, but like, even though Graham like loves them, he's always has pizzas in the house. And I'm like, ugh. Really? I think they're so yucky. They're so weird. They just taste like cardboard. Anyways, but 
maybe there's a good brand out there. I don't know. Um, but I, what I'm saying to you though, is like it literally for you, if I already have my chicken or if I already have like my spaghetti sauce made with my rice and like that takes like maybe four minutes for me to reheat. If I had to like go and like, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just, I need to eat. I'm so hungry. I'm just going to pop this pizza in the oven. I think they take like almost 20 minutes. So, the other thing too, though, it's like time and calories and you're going to feed your body properly. Like it's, there's so much to it. Just totally from a planning perspective. But even the whole thing too, guys, is that you should not be ravenous when you get home. So when I give you the example of me in high school, when I was ravenous, yeah. that was because I was a carb addict. That was because my blood sugar was so out of whack because I was eating such a carb heavy diet. And even if you just heard what I said, what I ate when I got home, cookies, leftover pasta, crackers, like things that were again, high carbohydrate, sugar, sugar, sugar. Right. And being in high school, probably for lunch, I was like eating, I probably didn't make a lunch anymore. I was probably eating, probably not eating. Cause remember in high school, you're always like, Oh, I don't eat like weird. I don't know if you did that. I was like weird about it. Like I, no, like, I don't, I don't know, but I would probably eat like, you know, a piece of, cause of that part at that time it was like the nineties. So it was probably like the low fat craze. So I probably was eating, you know, dry bagels with nothing else on it or bagels with jam. Cause it was low fat, you know what I mean? Which yes. again is high carb. So if you are coming home at the end of the day and you are ravenous to the point where you feel like you're going to rip the cupboards off to eat something, that <laughs> is a deeper issue. So you need to take a step back too. And once, but the thing is great. Once you start eating core four, because you're going to have the protein, fiber and fat, you're not going to feel that way anymore because from lunchtime or sometimes if you might not even need to eat lunch, then you will end up like keeping your blood sugar balanced. So when you get home, yeah, you're going to feel hungry, but you're not like, there's a difference between hungry and ravenous where like, yeah, I will kill someone to get a cracker. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) so that's where like this kind of planning too, you're kind of hitting two birds with one stone. You don't even realize, but you're actually balancing your blood sugar at the same time and Mm -hmm. changing, building, setting yourself up for success because your body. And I've talked a lot about this on the podcast before you're fighting a losing battle with your body. If you think that like, you're without keeping your blood sugar balance, or if you think that it's you and your willpower, like your body will overcome that with cravings. Like you can't believe like when your body is out of whack, the cravings are going to be so intense that you will rip the cupboard off to eat. You'll probably try to eat the covers. <laughs> but that's why, but that's your body talking to you. That's your body telling you like, I am out of balance. Something's wrong because it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. but easy, easily fixable, easily fixable with diet and lifestyle changes and starting with one simple strategy, like what we talked about today. So I think that's all we wanted to say. Um, yeah, so download so the booklet. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the link to download. It's going to be on our blog, which is going to be along with this. It's at fitchacademy.com. Go to, um, we'll also post the links around this video, but basically, yeah, if you go there, there's a section about the core four meals your core four meals. They're your basic plan. They're the four meals that are going to be like your go-tos. And again, just to recap, we want a breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack. So you know, in any situation, what is your kind of go-to meal? Each of your meals has to contain a protein, fiber, and a fat. Uh, they also have to be the appropriate portion size because we don't want these <laughs> massive portions that are going to throw, um, throw us out of whack. And also if your goal is fat loss, we have to be aware of course of how much we're eating because in order to lose fat, we do have to be in a caloric deficit, which means less calories in than we are putting out. 
Um, and then it has to be something you like, it has to be easy to make, and it should be ingredients you always have on hand. Like they should be things that you second nature. Every time you go to the grocery store, you just, you just know, buy. yeah, you know, those are the things you refill before you don't even have to look at your list. Yeah. And that no. way, yeah. And that way you're going to have a base. You're going to have a really good base. That's going to set you up for success for the long haul. Okay, guys. So with that, we're going to let you go. Make sure you head on over, download the book. Um, also, don't forget we have our Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert Program, our certification program coming up starting May 7th. So you can get more information on that at bitchxacademy.com where we talk a ton about these strategies. We teach you how to incorporate them in your own lives and become a holistic nutrition and health coach and help other people start to learn from these strategies as well. So Lots of good stuff coming up with that. And lastly, we want to make sure we hear from you guys. So um, anytime that, of course, you know, you think of something that you want us to talk about or if there's something that we're talking about you want us to expand on or whatever it is, please let us know. So either DM us on Instagram at Fitchix Academy or on Facebook. Um, you can send us an email at info at fitchix.ca. And let us know what you guys want us to talk about because, of course, we want to be sharing things that really help you live your best, most amazing life. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Chiquitas, have an amazing day and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. If you love the show, we would love if you could head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review to help spread the Fit Chicks love. We release a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss 